Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rules of the Game, a podcast for Independent Education's Great Conversations Project, where your host, Butch Porter, that's me, has in-depth conversations with good people about great ideas. If you're listening to this on the Great Conversations page or on our Patreon, we're excited to have you. Please consider becoming a subscriber on either of those pages to get access to special content. Also, for your convenience, please add us to your podcast feed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Rules of the Game Podcast. My name is Coach Porter. I'm your host. And uh, we are on Christmas Eve. I am live. Not live. Live. With uh, Monkey Musau, a uh, fellow Leesburgian, uh, a local right here in North Virginia, um, mm-hmm. who uh, is a, he's, you know, a seminarian. You're a theologian, basically, right? Is it, and that's your, your chosen chosen appellation? That, that's very true. If not your occupation, then you're and at least a uh, sizable part of your identity. Sizable. Yeah. Very sizable. So, so Moki and I wanted to get together. Uh, I was blessed with a, with a comment the other day from Moki that, uh, where he assumed, I guess because of my full head, head of yes, lustrous hair. Yeah. You're not balding um, at all. That's no grace. He assumed that I was a millennial like himself. Yeah. And I had to correct him on that. So we're going to talk about how, Millennials and Gen X view masculinity differently. Is that kind of what we're gonna? Is that a, yeah. at least at least a part, at least a launching pad for the yeah. topic of the day? And just just as a disclaimer, um, I do not speak for all of Generation X, and Moki, I'm sure, would admit he doesn't speak for the entire millennial generation. Not is at all. Correct? Not at yeah. all. Yeah. I speak okay. for the, popul- the millennial population of one. Myself. Um, yes. The, uh, the the greatest majority being the individual, <laughs> right? Um, so tell me, tell me from your angle where this topic comes from. I, you have a podcast as well yeah. called Growing Pains uh, yeah. with your with your friend Anne, who you went to yeah. uh, seminary with, uh-huh. and the last few episodes, you guys, um, <clears throat> before the most recent one, which was about masculinity, yeah. so you got all warmed up for this, and yeah. I had no preparation. But, um, but you guys talked about the American dream, mm-hmm. and having listened to most of those the of the American dream stuff. And uh-huh. in your in your podcast the other day with uh, Marcus, I think his name was, yeah, about masculinity. I can't help but connect the two. So, okay, why don't you why don't you start with start with your conversation about the American dream and where that came about, and, and let's start with that, and then we'll we'll find our way back to. It won't be hard, I promise. Uh, to get back to masculinity. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for. Uh, for me, the it came down just thinking about the the idea of leaving a legacy, right? Like, what is that? Everyone says, you know, you want to, well, because I, you know, I work in real estate, and you know, everyone's always talking about, you know, you know, not just a career or a life. You know, you want to leave a legacy, 
And that's where it started from was just that the idea, not necessarily the idea, you know, through the means in which it came, but in general. And, and then and that's where then American Dream came from. Cause the to me, it seems like um that is a, a big part of what the American dream was was about is being able to leave some kind of a uh, like a legacy or um, to do something that outlasted your own uh, your own life. Um, okay. So that's generally where I came from. Okay, and yeah, and what what is it sounds to me like you're searching for a redefinition of it though. So is that, is that not accurate or is it, or is it just the means that you're willing to or, or anxious to? Well, yeah, I, well, no, analyze? it's, yeah. I mean, I don't, the rede, redefining is, is one way to look at it. Another way is simply to look at it maybe a little bit larger or maybe inclusive you know one of the things that we were thinking about was you know um particularly now the i having a traditional family is not the only way that people can have families now um whether it's through um you have a a, a mother and a father and children or you have um same-sex parents or you have single parents adopted um you know the the idea of of a family is is not the as so w when I was growing up is like you know, I grew up in not only in Kenya but in uh, here and I went to a conservative evangelical upbringing and it was basically mom and dad and the kids you know and so now I was thinking about you know with 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 the family I with the idea of a family expanding not saying it's good, bad, right or wrong, like leaving that to a little bit down the road is, you know, can you leave a family, can you leave a legacy um, if without a traditional idea of, of family? Some people aren't even get, getting married, they're not having kids. So, you know, how do you, how can, what's a way that you can think about leaving a legacy um, without and, a family? And, having a meaningful a meaningful life um without a family well, well hasn't haven't people led meaningful lives uh without a wife and kids or without a husband and kids yeah before yeah they have all and but on on the other hand for me personally like um where, where i grew up the the people that i grew up in the community i grew up in having a having a family was the thing that you know even if you became even if you did everything that you know goal setting you know uh the whole purpose driven life you did all of that but you don't have kids that'll be the one thing people say about you it's like oh, this is friends. from this is from your family in kenya or this is from your upbringing here yeah. in the states yeah in kenya and then and then there's also and some and so some this sounds like less like an american dream than it is something else well even I think for, for me, I mean, your family, your, your upbringing in Kenya yeah, is very family. Yeah. Driven. Well, I mean, I live here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, one of the reasons is, is coming here too. Right. And I grew okay. up, you know, even though I grew up in Kenya, you know, I grew up here for, uh, since, I mean, I was in seventh grade all the way up until here, up until now. So I've you, been here. So you, 
brought that pesky nuclear family stuff with you from Kenya? Is that is that what happened? You could call it pesky. Yeah, 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 and but that and so even even though it is true that people have done it, they have had you know meaningful lives without having families, uh, even without getting married. Um, you know, uh, some people have have had committed relationships for a long time without having been married or without having been married or having kids. But for me, I was thinking more generally in, um, you know, some of the like a. And I don't want to say the exceptions, but thinking about what, you know, the cliche, you know, um, family, you know, two and a half kids, a dog and a picket fence. Kind and of a white picket fence, right. The gist. And then maybe you can, and then it was trying to say, okay, in that kind of a framework, right, or, you know, with that, you know. I guess you could say mythology, because or, or or whatever. Um, all right, so you know where are we at? Where are we at now? Um, and then what are some creative ways to think about think about the future? Okay, so now it's funny though, because when I first heard American Dream on your podcast, when I first heard you <laughs> express the term, yeah, um, you went immediately to family. And many yeah. people wouldn't do that. Many many people would go to mm. money and success and riches. And, That's right. And, That's and right. Like yeah. That. So why right. why not right. why not that as yeah. the American? Not that I'm saying that's the American dream. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Why not that approach? Why not take that angle? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that we talked about too. Was how, um, you know, it's not so much the 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 money side of things or becoming you know a rockefeller uh that motivates millennials for the most part right it's it's just you know you call it meaningful okay, work hang, purposeful work hang on hang on a second okay all right so this is this is what i'm trying to get to are we are we first trying to figure out what the american dream was supposed to be oh right okay or are we um, are we are we starting with what the millennials think it should be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is well, that, um, help, help me out with what we're starting from. Yeah, Where's yeah, the, yeah. The, well, I think it's, it, it is. It is from yeah, yeah. Well, and maybe the um, saying, you know, with the preface that you don't have to be a Rockefeller, right? That um, no one, no, no one. Okay, see, when I again, when I think of the American dream, I think more historically. I think of people who. Well, like your family who didn't live here, right? And they came here to get a piece of that pie, right? To uh -huh. get a piece of the American dream, right? Uh -huh. So if that's uh -huh. the case, I don't think most people, I mean, my ancestors in England came here. Um, you know, your parents from Kenya um, and many, 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 many Americans uh, either parents, grandparents, great-great-grandparents, or ninth great-grandparents came here, in my case, 12th great-grandparents came here looking for the American dream. And I don't think very many of them had some overarching desire to be Rockefellers. I think mm -hmm. they had an overarching desire. I, 
See, I think your tendency towards the the iconic family thing is healthy in a way because mm-hmm. it by itself, you know, it by itself eliminates the Rockefeller thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think those two things. I don't think one is required by the other. Right? Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary for someone to want to come here and live the American dream to mm-hmm. either a want to be a Rockefeller and take over the world or whatever, yeah. or b um, get a family and a white picket fence and have kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think yeah. there's always been a wide swath of interpretations of what success means in the United States. So I just, I don't know that, I don't know that that's the only definition historically. I'm not, again, I'm not starting with millennials. I'm starting with what it's supposed to be because a lot Mm -hmm. of what I heard on the podcast was a dissatisfaction with what Mm -hmm. I'm hearing now, a dissatisfaction Mm -hmm. with what, with what it's supposed to be and yeah. not feeling like we're getting everything that we need to get as millennials in your case mm-hmm. uh, from that interpretation yeah and i'm still lost okay. i just i don't i don't understand i mean i i, I get it i get mm-hmm. it that there's there's non-nuclear families and uh-huh. there's a higher percentage of non-nuclear families than there was before uh-huh. but let's do something crazy and put aside the just for a second because I understand uh-huh. that it's important and I don't want to ignore it. Right. Let's put aside the LGBTQIA plus issue just for a second, uh-huh. which is, and again, not that it's not important. I perfectly understand that there are same-sex mm-hmm. couples raising kids, etc. Same-sex mm-hmm. couples not raising kids, people who aren't married, not raising mm-hmm. kids, single people that hate kids, mm-hmm. blah, whatever. I mean, all that's but let's start with there are less people getting married. Mm-hmm. Right. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or is it neither? Is that you're saying it's mm-hmm. neither, I guess, right? Well, no, no, no. Um I th- I'm not saying it's it's neither. I think it was more of looking at just simply trends, and maybe I was combining it all together. You know, in terms of sure. their marital status, and then also I just the, don't want to conflate things too yeah, much. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Confusing, but it. But just putting yeah. aside, just for a second, putting aside the marriage side, whether people yeah, are getting married or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think from- I. Yeah, yeah. I. I don't think it's it's helpful or, or, or healthy. You know, to be honest, I. Um, what is not I, healthy? The um, what is it? The uh, not people not getting married. As much okay, so less people getting married, or yeah, or yeah. marriage is not lasting. Like the divorce rate is that's right. Higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's healthy. I mean, it. You know, um, well, I mean, it, you, you why, why not? Why is it not healthy? Yeah, I mean, it, it it's tough. There's there are lots of, you know, there's tons of studies that talk about how um, how marriage um, provides us a, a, a sense of either stability longevity and, and a higher probability for um you know then why uh, then why can't that be part of the not not as an exclusion right, you repeat that again? The qualities that it brings well why can why is that not a valid if 
if pe less people getting married is on and, and let me be clear and i think you're saying this yeah. too that less people getting married is is less healthy for society as a whole um, it doesn't mean that you're that a certain individual must get married in order to be right. healthy there are yeah. exceptions to every rule but as a rule yeah. the less people who are getting married uh -huh. so the first question is why and we can dig into yeah. that the second uh -huh. the second is if it's better for more people to get married uh -huh. then as an aggregate then why isn't uh -huh. that part yeah. of the america why shouldn't that be part of the american dream i'm just i'm yeah. asking yeah well it's it sounds like there's an assumption that it's not a part of it from my the way that we we had discussed it on on my okay. podcast and to that point like i just to me the for people who are in um uh, like if you're in a committed relationship for for the future um you know i think for for those people marriage should be a a legitimate um like option one that they you know i think pursue um and now to for it to be a part of the american dream um so i think so so let, let me just try and understand what you're what you're 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 getting at so like if if it's a part of the american dream then it's a part of like a like a formula for a um like a healthy society correct Sure, and I think the aggregate, the, the 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 distinction here could be what it means for an individual or a or mm -hmm. individuals yeah. uh, to yeah. pursue the American dream versus what the American yeah. dream is in the aggregate, like what it means for like the whole uh -huh. country uh, to yeah. be thriving, yeah. and flourishing, right? And those are two yeah. different questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, mean, I I struggle because, and so what I struggle with is just um like my you know my parents had had issues like you know, like everybody's parents does yeah um, everybody's parents do um and for for some reason or whatever reason um one of the it seems like from the people in my life that I know, uh, the stories that I've I've heard, um, it seems like the 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 examples of people's parents um, is one thing that either leads people not to consider marriage or to see that it's not like it doesn't. And so and so now is that is is that what I'm you know is that is that correct? Um, I don't, I don't know. So, I, so I, I, I wouldn't, I would say, I would like, you know, it's like saying that, you know, just because something, you know, just a bad experience doesn't preclude the viability of an option or the, or the, the, um, the positive attributes of, of something. Right. So like, just cause someone has a bad marriage doesn't mean that marriage itself is a problem or it's bad. Right. Well, so if we, if we start with a premise and you said it, not me, that, uh, a society where less people get married is unhealthy. Let's talk about why, because mm -hmm. I don't think we yeah. answer that question. So let's talk yeah. about why, because remember, yeah, I mean, uh, on your on your podcast the other day, mm -hmm. um, um, the Jordan Peterson came up, right? Right. And you know, one of Anne's big objections to Jordan Peterson was his, uh, you know, purported uh, 
support of forced, forced monog monogamy. Uh, monogamy. Uh, right, which is I've, which is I've completely which is completely uh, untrue. Right. He hasn't yeah. he hasn't I have no the, clue. There's no, no there's no world in which Jordan Peterson is promoting the government to enforce to force people handmaid's uh, tales mm -hmm. styled, mm -hmm. you know, to get married and have babies. Mm -hmm. But as you just mentioned a while ago, the studies mm -hmm. show that monogamy, mm -hmm. which is right. kind of the way marriage works, that's kind of what marriage mm -hmm. is, is a form, it's a it's the mm -hmm. legalized form, if you will, uh -huh. uh, of monogamy. Uh -huh. So, and almost, I mean, there's been, I don't, you know, lots of stuff. It's almost uncontrovertible, incontrovertible uh -huh. evidence yeah. that uh, the more monogamous a society is, uh, the more right. stable it is. So, if uh -huh. that's the case, A, I'm not quite convinced that's what the American dream was supposed to be when it was being pitched to uh to families uh in other countries to come here namely because um i think people who were married and people who weren't married and people who had different dreams than marriage came for that american mm -hmm. dream and people all with already intact families uh -huh. like yours came here right. too so it's not like they had a family there they didn't come here uh -huh. to keep a family they came here for something different so I, I, I'm still not quite, and when you talk about family value, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. the queer family thing, you, you speak in terms of your family from Kenya. So, uh -huh. so let's talk about the monogamy thing or the marriage uh -huh. and why you uh -huh. think that it's a positive and why less people uh -huh. getting married might be a negative. And let's, yeah. let's parse that and see if it's true or yeah. not. Yeah, well, I mean, to the to point about Jordan Peterson forced monogamy, I have no idea about that. I just read Twelve Rules of Life. I've seen a bunch of videos, it's, and he and I, and I he think said, he said what I just said, which is yeah. that right. There's and so what I'm saying works. to that. What I'm yeah. saying to that is, I agree. So okay. like, oh, so why? but why so, does it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is like I'm not disagreeing with Twelve Rules of Life, Jordan Peterson, whatever. I'm no, agreeing no, I know with you're not. that point. No, okay. I know you're not. So I'm why marriage works? Why marriage works is, um, just look at the studies. Just look at them. Like uh, there's, there's no, nothing. No, no. I, I don't. You know, oh, and oh, also why? studies. Why? Not, why does it make I, I, a difference? Is what I'm trying to say. If let's theorize, if the studies show well, that a higher percentage yeah, of people yeah, get married, well, team me up, team me up, team me up. Well, what is the purpose of it? Okay, what is the purpose of marriage? So, yeah, yeah. So start answering the question and then I'll come in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because you, you keep think? asking me why and then I'm, and I'm, and I'm not answering it. And it seems like I'm not understanding the question enough. No, no, so okay. Let's try it a different way. Let's try it a different way. I'm not asking why yeah. the study, I'm not asking uh -huh. whether the studies show and whether there's evidence that marriage is good for society what i'm asking right. is why do we think that is is yeah. it because yeah. let me give you some options right. if that helps uh -huh. is it yeah. because um because it's a safe and rational way to continue propagation of the species mm -hmm. is it because it is ordained by god in the bible yeah. 
is right. it because um, because there are certain and this will get to our main topic thank you very much is it because there are certain attributes of men and women which need to be accommodated yeah maybe so right. there's a lot of reasons yeah. why marriage right. is a thing what right. I'm asking you is why you think it's important or good yeah right right well I mean I you know I think um so for you know, my own life yeah like you know we're married with a son and um I think it's it for for me and and for Jen and you know we there's a you know you know I there are things that I do for Max I can um be there for him um that Jen can't uh, and not in the sense that she's unable to, but it's just the way, you know, it, that's just, it's because I'm, 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 I'm me, I'm the dad. And there are ways that Jen can be there for him that I can't. And it's not because I'm, I'm, I'm unable to, but because, you know, she's, she's, she's his mom. Um, you know, so there's, there's that. And, you know, I, you know, I, I read like, in. I'm a very big um, follower of uh, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer and his theology and his thought. And sure. you know, some he's got some, you know, I don't know, some some stuff. Just is you know, it is what it is. Um, but in terms of his, you know, idea of um, you know how he understands marriage is you know this thing that is this this reality that's um, opened up, you know, for, for human beings by God in, in, in a really interesting way. Like, I think that's cool. I think that's, that's where it's at, you know? And so um, I think it, it, it does, you know, it gets down to this idea of, of order um, of, of, um, of creation, you know, it gets down to like some pretty uh, specifically, you know, theological, um, uh, you know, principles. Um, well, sure. And so, and so, and so that's, and so from that's where I start, I start from, right. It's, it's from the theological and then coming and then going then into, into the other stuff. Well, let's start, let's start with, um, the way that Jordan Peterson talks about the male and the female is not theological. Uh -huh. But you did mention a couple of words that uh, were relevant to, to that approach. Um, mm -hmm. And that is order. And I think you said order and creation, but the way you would describe it would right. be order and chaos, right? And uh, it's, you know, Jim described the yin and yang the other day um, and um, as opposites, you know, male and female as opposites in the yin and uh -huh. yang. Um, and she, she felt like that was a uh, a negative approach to it. I, I don't know yeah. that that's I, yeah. true. I think right. the yin yang is is definitively not supposed to be. I mean, the whole. Yeah, purpose I think it was. Yeah, it was a like to that to that like that was um, I, the 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 her point was taken, even though I think the 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 yin and yang is like I I I don't see it as something yeah. that's like as a, a opposite, but there is some way in which it's, it is complementary. 
Okay, well, let's start with this concept, right? Order and chaos, right? Which yeah. is which is be which is better? Right, right. Oh, order. <laughs> so that's because you're a dude. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, is it? Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I, I, I don't. Even no, no, we're that's part of the patriarchy, right? We're we're programmed to believe that order is better, but chaos has its benefits too, right? You said creation. Be, I, yeah, but I, I mean, I, so I look at yeah, yeah. I look at I look at uh. So because creation, you know, creation yeah. demands an upset to the order. Okay, and that's why I'm glad that you use the term because it's more right. it's a more positive approach than than uh, it has less negative connotations than chaos. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, I look at the, the book of, concept. I, I look at the book of Job, and okay. you know. Um, you know, you see, you see, um, God talking about, you know, everything. Where were you when this, 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 this? Yep, yep. And 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 there's, you know, and he even t there's these um, symbols that are used for chaos and for the cosmos, and the general idea are that these these forces are are, are chaotic in 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 the sense that. Um, like we can't control them. We have, you know, they seem to have, you know, this, um, you know, I don't want to call it a mind of their, their their own, but but on top of that, God sits in, um, you know, uh, he's 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 un um, he's unaffected by not the the, the cosmic and the um, the, the chaotic forces in in creation, right? And so, okay. so and and you know, not unaffected, not to you know, obviously using use, use not obviously, but using the word unaffected to say that um, it doesn't mean he doesn't care, right? That's right, that's right. So, so that's how I so that's how I'm I'm thinking about when I say, of course, order is is better than chaos. That's one okay. way I'm, un, I'm understanding it is. Is in that, uh, in 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 the way that for for God, uh, the um, even like chaos and the cosmos are 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 there and they're real, and um, but it, it's 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 still a part of something larger. Okay. So how does so, that I, how does that yeah. translate to the male and the feminine? Yeah, and masculine Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great question. Uh, let me let me think for a second. I I I think there has been a an interpretation of those two things to say that either men are like similar to order and women are similar to or, you know the whole man from Mars and whatever. So, but for right. me, I think I, I would say, I would say that the masculine and feminine are these realities that are part of a, a larger thing, right? So it's not like the order and the chaos are, you know, one or the other is, uh, you know, either masculine or feminine is, is characteristic of one totally and the other, you know, totally, but, it, it, but they're all a part of a system. And so that's how I well, was, that would I was be thinking. well. That would be an accurate description of the, of uh, you know, of the Tao. Like you know, the 
right. and the yin. Yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, the, the yin has a little bit of yang, and the yang has right. a little bit yeah, of yeah, yang. Yeah. That's, so yeah. that's true. That, that, I get that. So what I'm asking is, mm -hmm. how does it translate to, because we're, we're about 30 minutes in, I want to get to yeah. the, to the, uh, and we, we're, we're going to do this again because solving this in an hour is unlikely. Um, speaking of order and chaos, so you got a little bit of um, so, so how you can put aside order and chaos if you want for a second. What does it mean to be, a, to, to be the dad in that yeah. situation with Max? Yeah. How does that translate to that yeah. order? And what is the difference between you being a dad and her being a mom? Yeah. And you don't have to get too practical. You can stay on the theological, but there are applications. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'll say that the, when, when it comes to that, I'll, I'll start with this, that for, for me, um, I grew up where like, you know, uh pink is for girls you know um softness is not a not something that men do so or um you know stop crying stop acting like a stop acting like a girl stop acting like a girl so that's how i grew up and that's how all of us grew up right 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 yeah yeah so so there's that, that on the one hand on the other hand, I do remember a time when, um, you know, I, yeah, I was I was abused as a kid by somebody that was not in our family; it was in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I came to my parents and I told them what happened. Mm -hmm. And the the way my dad responded was the. I think one of two or three times in my life that for me, I felt that um, I was going to be safe, that I was protected, that, um, you know, he was, he was, and, you know, I'm not, and, you know, the, the feeling not, you know, obviously not to get crazy about it, but he was, my dad's always going to be there for me. Sure. That, so this is how I felt when, when I told him this, you know what happened to me and and then uh the way he responded that's okay. how that's how so so for me to be the dad that's it right and then on the on the on the flip side um but at the same time you know um f i remember when my dad's uh next oldest brother died um you know like it was like one of like two or three times. Actually, this is probably the it was the only time he ever called our family together and said, "Let's just pray for for Uncle Matisse and his family." Mm -hmm. And and um and uh you know we you all cl close our eyes and like we're, we're uh, my mom was my dad prayed and then my mom started praying and then in between uh you know I opened my eyes and looked at my dad and he was w weeping. And I, the thing is, I didn't know that until I looked up. Right. Right. And that's the only time in my life I ever saw my dad cry. And so even though it was the only time, it, it, there was this, and 
it to me it threw a wrench in how I was how the idea of what it meant to be a man or or a father or whatever growing up by seeing this. Okay. And so um Can but, I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, but for but for me now as a dad, um yeah, there have been times where you know, being being there for Max, taking you know, and 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 just you know, all and it's, I guess you call I get the sense of like watching over him, you know, just that's overall general sense of of I gotta protect this dude, um, but yeah. but also, but also I remember the just times when just feeling overwhelming, just love for the guy, um. And 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 in in those moments, I thought you know, I would think back to my dad and the way he was crying for his his, his family, uh, and even though that was because of a loss, still he showed emotions, strong emotions in that direction, and that en encouraged me to you know not to be ashamed of of strong emotions like that. So you know that that that's how I would. That's that's one way that I can start to answer the question. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, so, and do you think that typically, not universally, yeah. but typically, uh -huh. dad is the one that is most equipped in some way mm -hmm. or <clears throat> something? To yeah. provide that, provide that safety, to provide that, that yeah. comfort, to provide that uh, yeah. order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And the and the reason I say that is because I, like I said earlier on when we were when we started talking is like Jen can do stuff for Max that that I can't do, and it's and it's because she's his mom. She's his mom. Yeah. And and I do things for for Max that. that so let's, um, it, let's flip it for a second because I don't want to talk about girls behind their back. Yeah, but, but for me, yeah, yeah. So, so for, for yeah, so for me, like the the those and you can get all whatever about it, but I would say for me, it comes naturally to respond to Max in those ways, right? Or to see my relationship to him in in those ways. In in what ways? In the um, ways. Ways in which you you feel love for Descri him and you want to protect him and keep him safe. Yeah. So like the way that the way that I that that uh you know I described how my dad um made me feel when I came to him in you know in, in a time of, of of need. Right. Um, okay. In those in those ways. Okay. So so what is it that she provides that you can't? And I'm not speaking uh Jen. Yes. And I'm not speaking like uh, absolutely right, but just yeah. in general. Yeah. What are some things you said? There's some things she can provide that you can't. What are what are those? Yeah, things? she's more tender with him in in certain ways. Um, you know, I mean, let's be real. For the first until she stopped, I mean, she breastfed the guy. So sure, you know, that's something she can provide and you can't. I ain't yeah, doing that. I can try too, and it, nothing's gonna happen. Okay, so I so I but okay. you know. <laughs> Well, I, I think the the but there's a connection that Max developed with Jen through that contact and also through that kind of um 
you know, uh, what it is, uh, how do you describe it? Um, what's the word? Um, uh, I guess expectation. Sure. You know, that, that, what, that. What would happen if, uh, if she hadn't breastfed him or she met him when he was two and a half? Would, would the tenderness, would the tenderness be, you just guess, you know, I think, I think so. And so, and you know, cause it, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild to think about cause you know, um, you know, I met Jen, she was like very independent and, um, and, uh, what's the word? Um, Strong she, she, will. Take no, she take no BS from oh, from man. nobody. From no, from she was she was so tough, man. Um, and tell Ann, tell Ann, tell Ann that I said she's bossy, and and tell Jen the same thing that they're just bossy. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. So um, good. you, you know, right. like um, the I. I think, and you know, when it comes, so like, first of all, with Jen, the environment that she developed through her 20s was one where she was entering into positions of leadership in a very conservative um, African country. Okay. And so there were things that she could, that a dude could do and say and get away with that for her weren't even an option to try and you couldn't even, couldn't even, couldn't even take a, take, take a, take a jab. Why? Because she's a woman. Sure. And the way that she uh, had to develop and to survive, because mm -hmm. um, a lot of it had to do with surviving. Uh, she developed a, a thick skin okay. and um, you know so so let me ask a question so, so yeah I'm not a, and so so what I so like when 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 I came along and, and we started dating, there was a lot there that uh, just was, you know, it just it, it was it was Jen. It was it was a part of her, and um, you know, four four years later now, with with Max, you know, you know she is. There's this, the way that she relates to him is just, you know, I, 
is is powerful. But and even before we met, before we we had Max, you know, she worked with 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 orphans, right? And there's Jen in the in a in a boardroom in a meeting, and then there's Jen when she went to the baby home, right? And so, and so there's, and so there's all of that together. Um, and those are things that, and, and do you feel like those are things that you're, that are more likely to exist that, you know, that tenderness, um, along with that thick skin and that assertiveness mm. that yeah. she sounded like was, was was trained in her over years. Um, is that something that's the tenderness part or the, the, the being able to, the orphan part, the max part, the uh, preschool part, that's how, you know, uh, I know Jen first. Um, is that something that is more typically feminine, right? It's more typically yeah. girls. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I mean, the reason why I'm, I'm quite confident that might be true is because you can count the number of preschool teachers who are dudes on right. like one hand, right? And if you look at the stats, yeah. you know, a lot of high school guy teachers, there's a, lots of middle school, a lot less elementary, and there's like two preschool dude yep. teachers in the United States. Yeah. So, so the nurturing thing is a feminine quality that we as men typically aren't as good at. Yeah. Is that acting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are we good at? Um, you, you, and I don't want to make, make you have to repeat yourself. You mentioned the safety part, making yeah. from a parenthood standpoint, right. making kids feel safe. Right. I'll give you a perfect example yeah. of this. And I don't, use as many as my own personal examples because I'm Gen X and we don't share our feelings. So um, yeah. <laughs> it's a double whammy. I'm a Gen X dude, right? So I don't, don't yeah. share my feelings. But, you know, my my daughter has a nightmare. Okay. She crawls into bed with me. Okay. Um, usually with us, with my wife. If my wife falls asleep on the couch or whatever, then, you know, she crawls into bed with me. And if she's still there in the morning, when I wake up, I look at her and say, hey, just sleep well. She doesn't want to talk to me. She wants to go talk to her mother. Mm. She came to me because she wanted to feel safe. Right, right. And I, didn't, I don't mm. have to say anything. It's actually better if I don't say anything. Mm. How your dad reacted from a what he said standpoint is one thing. How he, how he acted from a posture standpoint right. is what made you feel safe. And I'm just right. I'm guessing. Right, but that's, is that what you would describe as nominally true? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, and right. obviously, I mean, with, you know, but I mean, with, yeah, I would, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Obviously, he had to say something to, to yeah, exactly. But, but it's, but the, but the, it's the, the way he did it. Like the example that, the example mm -hmm. that, uh, that Marcus gave the other day. I've been going to a school, to a classroom, and uh, and the teacher's responding to him automatically, right? Because he's a dude. Now, Anne's theory, notwithstanding, which I think is 
debatable. Um, yeah. But well, no, it wasn't answer. I'm sorry. It was the teacher's theory that the reason why the kids are responding to you is because of the yeah. patriarchy and they sense power. Yeah. But but you don't go to your dad because you need power. You go to your dad because you need safety and security. And sometimes that's accompanied by power, but it's not, that's not really, you're not really looking for the power, right? You're not looking for someone to dominate you. You're looking for someone to make you feel safe and supported. Those are not the same thing, right? Uh. Sorry, the the you're not looking for power, you're looking for safety. That's right. what you're saying. I want to get to I want to get to the power question. And it's gonna take another the second hour. Yeah. If you have yeah. we can do it another day if we need to. That's fine. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna take the second hour to get to that, but I want to at least introduce the topic. Yeah. So my question is when your kid comes to you or when you are in your kid's presence. And, and what I just stated earlier was that what the kids really need is our presence, not our words. Not that we don't give them words, but dudes, from a dad's standpoint, mostly it's our presence. I, I've worked with homeschoolers before where, um, you know, I give the dads, you know, one major job, and that is to be present and to ask one particular question at the end of every day. And that's, they don't have to do much. Uh, they just have to be present. Right. And so that's the nature of dadhood from my point of view. And maybe yours is different, but that's the nature of it from, from my point of view. Um, and what I'm saying is, is that the reason why the kids gravitate towards that as a, or either a dad or a dad figure or a male figure is not because they're seeking power and domination it's because yeah. they're seeking comfort and safety and protection yeah. and right and so mm -hmm. so extend this real quick yeah, I agree with that. okay so what is the patriarchy then yeah do you know what that uh, is I'm trying to because i keep that's probably, probably, probably the same it's yeah, similar to, you know, what is the media? Who is the public? I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's always, it's, it's, it's an external force that, you know, that is, you know, and on one hand, you know, un, uh, you know you, you, it, it somehow points to something, but it's hard to grasp, grasp your hands on. I mean, I think part of it just, you know, with, uh, it's the, it, it's just the, I guess just the calcification of um, some uh, very rigid. I guess you know, part of the negative stuff is just the calcification of of, of uh, I guess uh, qualities being. Yeah, yeah, qualities okay. assigned to vendors and, and and people. So talk to me. Talk to me about some. Would you say that our culture is? is inundated with these stereotypes? Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about some ways in which, like some examples. What are some examples of the male, well, actually, Peterson would, would call it an archetype, right? Not a stereotype. Okay. So archetype is okay. probably a term. You know, you know, from the literature 
And what is our literature now? Literature now is the movies, right? That's how people get their literature, right? Yeah. So what are, give me some examples of some archetypes that are male that represent the patriarchy in a, in a negative way. Who's the dude that hung himself? Jeff Epstein? Is that him? Yeah. Okay. All right. But is is society embracing that kind of uh, that kind of behavior in any way? Being being it and embracing it could be different. Um, but being I mean, if you're, to, if, you're if, if if Epstein was put in the general population, uh, uh, some of the more stereotypical male, you know, even even. Would beat him to a bloody pulp. I mean, he wouldn't last a day uh, because of what he did to to young girls. So I, yeah. That, yeah, that's that, that, that that could be true. And, and patriarchy is certainly not represented by Jeff Epstein. If not, if so, they're doing a really bad job from a marketing standpoint, right? So, yeah. Yeah. so what is, do you you understand what I'm asking? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're talking about oh yeah. If, if you're talking about something that is pervasive in society, then we're talking yeah. about something that people see as good and they promote yeah. as good, but it's not really yeah. that good. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So what is that's what I'm trying to get my yeah my a white on. businessman. <laughs> oh like me. Okay, cool. Uh, I can do it. So a white businessman. So what is what is the what are the so so what is wrong with that archetype exactly? What is wrong with that? Uh, what is patriarchal about it, and what is wrong with that form of patriarchy? Yeah. Well, how about you start, and then I'll I'll pick it up from there. Okay. Um, so the the theory is that there is a stereotypical patriarchal point of view of what is a good uh, way to be a man. Right. And so what I'm asking is, I guess, what are the examples of the things that it's, that it's said to be good about being a man that are not necessarily good. And I'm speaking generally, not necessarily, uh, from, from any generational standpoint, just, you know, it, it, what I'm hearing <laughs> What I'm hearing is that, and from your podcast and from a lot of the conversations on this topic, is that there are some things about being a man which are uh, which stem from a stereotype about what is good to be a man, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily good, and sometimes it can be damaging, right? Mm. So I'm trying to get at some examples. Like, what are some things that men are supposed to do that they shouldn't shouldn't be supposed to do? Um, uh, let me see if I can think of one. Like, uh, what about the Western? Right, like a like a I don't know how many westerns you've watched, right? I mean, but like the typical like the cowboy, like the cowboy and Indian, the Western cowboy archetype. Right. Yeah. Is that I mean, that's one that we had three or four generations of yeah. people, uh, of men being raised to yeah. emulate and, yeah. and look up to. Is that a negative? Is that part of the 
negative view of masculinity that we're supposed to think think hard about and, and reanalyze? Well, I mean, I one one aspect that comes from from that is the is just a there is a like a paternalistic kind of quality to that 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 that, the, that kind of protagonist had towards like. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of westerns, but uh, you know, if you had like an Indian, if you had like a a native Indian character in there, you know, their relationship was one that was very paternalistic. Sure. Um, um, Lone what's that? Lone Ranger and Tonto would be a great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one aspect. Um, that sounds. So I, it's. That sounds more like a racial thing than a gender thing, but but what is the? They're both men, right? But it was, it was, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's it's men, but also along with the racial thing, it was generally the that's how the 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 cowboy, like you know, Lone Ranger is is okay, is the guy, right? So so there's there's the connection between the that that quality and the the quote if you want to call it the agent or whatever, right? So okay. so that. So that's that's how I, I would I would interpret that. Um, so I mean I think the I, 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 huh. I'm just trying to get to I'm trying to get to what. Yeah, the and I I, I, I think that the, the the. So. This is so this is, the I'm gonna be so this is being being I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be descriptive, not pointing. This is not a judgment claim, but rather just a, um, like an observational claim. Okay. When I was, when I was growing up, uh, in in so when I was growing up in Kenya, you know, we were colonized by the British. Uh, my parents, they, um, my my grandparents lived in uh colonial Kenya that was under uh British rule. And my parents okay. grew up in the generation right after that. Um, and then I came along. And there was just, there was this, um, there was this feeling that, that, that the, the British brought, which is obviously, you know, you know, you know you're not civilized, you're not whatever. And, and you, and you had to be, you know, for even as a, from the masculine side, a white man. In order to be good, in order to be civilized, or or whatever, right? So, so, and so, that that was how that that's that's how that worked out there. Um, okay. And and so it's more of the not you know not not only the 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 general qualities of a person but the kind of person that has those qualities or defines how those qualities are you know m most um properly like actualized okay right? that's so, so that's 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 where the that's where the the negative side came from, or the the negative qualities came from, is that is that it's it's not only that you had to be this uh, or, or do these kinds of things, but you had to do these kinds of things, um, and and 
almost like strive to be this this certain kind of person, right? And so you know that's and so it's 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 not only that and to your point about that's a, a you know whether it, the the race thing and the gender thing is that for for me growing up and I'm you know I'm sorry I had to bring the whole race thing in black guy bringing race in but that's how that's how I grew up okay is like you it's not just the 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 person you were it's the color you were and like you you had to be as much of this color and 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 do and be the strong the protector like this not like not like this right so um so okay. you know that's and and you know for better or worse that's how you know i grew up in kenya that's how um it played out when i was here right um and 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 that's part of what you know even thinking about um you know that's as part of where the the impulse for not just masculinity but the american dream came from was thinking through that that history and trying to say all right how can it be explored um given given that lens so um anyways we can go back to non-racial yeah, i non think look i i think what i'm trying to get out of here this isn't i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a moki and pause for like 12 seconds just give me a second i think that we keep coming back to the same thing okay and and I'm going to put this in the gentlest and nicest and kindest and most loving, caring, nurturing, and softest, most feminine way I can. Um, this is all the same conversation. And when I listen to when I listen to the conversations from millennials, not just on your podcast, but I think in general, it, I think all of you are good people, and you're trying to find good things. And you're trying to make the world a better place, which, you know, it's noble, I mean, which I recommend. Um, but there's two things that I keep hearing. Number one is everything is personal. Everything mm -hmm. is based on the individual experience, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, all of it is the same thing. When you say white, when you say male or masculinity, when you say mm -hmm. patriarchal, when you say capitalism, when you say patriarchy, all those things are blurred together, and there's uh -huh. no distinctions. Uh -huh. Capitalism, patriarchy, whiteness, maleness, uh -huh. all of it is the same. Uh -huh. And what do they have in common? I'm going to ask you a what question, and I can't start the answer for you because I want you to yeah. tell me what yeah. they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I've I've listened to lots of. Um, I've listened to other podcasts that you've been on, and so I know the answer to this. But and and I'll say it like this: so what they lead to, they lead to something that's that's inherently bad or evil or negative. And okay. So, and and here's and and even one of the reasons why. Okay, let me get this straight. I want to make sure I understand you correctly. 
So when you're describing whiteness, yeah. so, I'm not saying you're saying white people bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whiteness, I, I, patriarchy, whiteness, I, patriarchy, uh, capitalism, I, maleness, all that is, is, is right, right. So so in the general like one of the the the, the general trends in culture today is to lump all those together and say they're all bad okay well it's so called intersectionality and it's progressivism at its finest postmodernism yeah. at its finest and it is something yeah. that i yeah. think needs to be parsed yeah. more accurately yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so, so go and ahead. like and, and here's the thing is like for me is i see where that's coming from so that's here so here's 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 my here's my here's my posture man is I see where that's coming from and I see where they, there could be truth in that. And I also see from your point of view where there's the truth in parsing those things out, right? And okay. looking and looking for those things out. That again? You don't think there's any objective need to parse those things out or is it just because I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you? I'm, I'm agreeing with oh, okay. you. All right, but go I'm ahead. With you. Yes, I'm agreeing with you. And so for me, I, I just wanted to make sure that it was something you were interested in, because if not, we can that's right. keep talking. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying is like, I do see how I do see the need for that. Right. And, 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 now, and, now, and now, can I ask you a question you won't like? Sure. Okay. Why? Why, what? why, is, it, why is it important to parse it out? Why is yeah. it necessary to parse it out? Yeah. I mean, because because it's important to know what you're talking about, and it's important to know what actually is either an enemy, what is uh, to use a popular term today, one in the in some of the ways that it's used today, and also in a more general sense, who is an ally, to know what is is true know what is false, to know what is good, what is bad, what is right and wrong. I mean, that's why you got to have definition. I went to seminary. I did the whole philosophy thing. I did the whole theology thing. You can't just like say, you know, that the doctrine of insubordination and the Eucharist are all the same. It's all Jesus. What's the problem, right? You can't, you, you can't just lump stuff up. You got you to gotta make, make distinctions and it's important. The same way that it's important for me and Jen, like I'm not Jen, she's not me. I'm not the wife, she's not the husband. I'm not the mom, she's not the dad, right? Oh. And take it from there and getting larger, the reason, th these are the reasons why it's important to parse it out. On the other hand, it's also important to recognize the personal and where all this, all the, the, you know, as, as you say, to, to be passionate and compassionate, right? To know where all the damn passion is coming from is from something that, and this is the, and this is where the, the, not the problem, but this is what makes it complicated is that the passion comes from usually an experience that's not parsed out. That's all no, together. I, I get all that. I really do. And I, by no means, uh, seek to solve the subject object question today uh, definitively right. on this podcast, right? I will say that in order to understand the difference between a conservative Gen X white dude's perspective on masculinity uh, and a uh, uh, 
uh, man of color, millennial uh, prospect of masculinity. Um, I'm going to lean more towards the objective. There's a couple of ways to do that. Um, one is, is the biology question, right? Mm -hmm. So are we, uh, in, in your opinion, do, do you think that uh, it's a, it's a nature versus nurture question as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, you would yeah, agree. I mean, you, you would agree that you would agree. I mean, let me make it posit, and you tell me if it's true that at least a sizable proportion of the difference between men and women is biologically based. Yeah. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I would. You sound hesitant. I, 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 I would agree with. No, 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 no. I, I, I would agree with it. I just I, and to to be to be honest. The, the 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 biological scientifical uh, reference for me is one that I'm not very strong in. Even though it's not something I'm strong in, it generally resonates with with my perspective. Yeah, I, I think one of the reasons why the Petersons and the Brett Weinstein's and the uh, Heather High and his wife and um, Godsod and all these intellectual dark web types that are not Christians, like none of them are theologians. The reason why the we the reason why they find themselves sort of you know on the same side of a lot of very important issues with conservatives, you know, and I use the term conservative with scare quotes, you know, because I am. Um, is because they're, most of them are either in the psychology field, uh, evolutionary biology, right. um, uh, population statistics, and you know, all uh -huh. that. they're steeped in the science part, anthropology and all of that stuff. Um, evolutionary anthropologist is, you know, is a, that's a, that's a huge, um, so what they have found through the science is that a lot of it sort of agrees with the assumptions that we uh, find throughout theology. Like there's not, there's not a lot of disagreement there. And that's, and that's why they object to a lot of the presumptions about the nature versus nurture question that are brought up by, um, you know, a lot of people, I guess, on the left or whatever. So, um, But I think I think one of the things that brings all these things together, kind of to your point about personal experiences, is what Anne likes to talk about in terms of power. Right? We're talking about we're talking about power dynamics, right? Mm -hmm. Where people feel oppressed, or they feel. Um, or, or they are historically oppressed as a group, oppressed as a group, or they uh, are part of part of a society that oppresses them or, or makes them feel less than less than worthy of you know participation, if you will. So, um, how does that play in the the power dynamic? How does that play into the masculinity question, as far as 
how you would approach it. And uh, let me start with this. And at the very end of that first hour, and I haven't heard the second hour yet. I don't think it's out yet. But she said something along the lines of um, that masculinity should be used, well, the, the strength in terms of masculinity should be used to, to support, to uphold other people or, the, or support the community as opposed to upholding ego and your own personal power. Okay. Does that, does that sound right? I think that's what she said. That's right. It's, okay. it's close. Yeah. I, I can't remember word for word, but. But how is, I guess my question is, how is that a redefinition of masculinity though? Because I don't yeah. know anybody that disagrees with that, like ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, I don't think that she's good. I don't think that she's she's wrong because the the the, the antecedent that she that she's referring to is one where you know we're talking about you know we went to a um, conservative you know evangelical seminary where um, part of that part of that tradition is you know has that these understandings particularly and when and talks you know about how they refer to uh or relate to women in terms of their not only opportunity but their ability to be in positions of uh uh to influence or um Or shape, uh, what is it? Shape norms, I guess. Um, so, so part of it is 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 referring back to to that. So, Monkey, we're going to continue this in a couple weeks with our second hour, and I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks for coming on uh, and chatting with us today. Um, but before I let you go. All of our guests uh, have to share a rule, and you're blessed enough uh, uh, to have to share two rules because we don't want to go a whole podcast, you know, with no rules. Because you know, right. the name of the podcast is "Rules of the Game." It would be remiss uh, of my uh, my Gen X order establishing uh, patriarchy self to not uh, establish a rule by the end of this. So, uh, so tell me what if you had to come up with a rule for our first hour? What, what do you think? I, the rule is <clears throat> let dad be dad. Let dad be dad. That's a good one, man. That's actually really good. And it's also short enough to where it doesn't overload the title. Uh, the title. Exactly. Well, look, it's, uh, millennial, those... it's millennial enough to where you can put it on a t-shirt. That's right. It has to fit on the bumper sticker for it to be millennial qualified, right? You can put you can put a, you can put a, a bumper sticker on your uh, the cover of your MacBook. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. Well, look. Thanks again. We're going to do this again in a couple of weeks. We're going to continue the conversation on uh, uh, kind of dig in a little deeper with the power dynamics and the patriarchy and, and uh, all that kind of fun stuff. And for those who are listening or watching, please go have a conversation 
Great conversation. Play by Thanks for listening to Rules of the Game. Please give us a five-star review and share with all your friends who are interested in thoughtful and entertaining discussions. Be sure also to visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash rulesofthegame and on Facebook at facebook.com slash rotgpodcast. If you're interested in joining the conversation as a contributor or lively discussions with other thoughtful citizens, then go to greatconversations.us. Also last, but certainly not least, check out our sponsor and benefactor, Independent Education at indead.us, where they mastered the art of the micro school before it was cool.